Hi everybody, Glenn here. I just wanted to apologize for a little bit of the sound quality in today's show. I don't know if the hurricane uh, is jinxing us early or what, but uh, the one interview had a little bit of noise in it, and we apologize. We can't seem to get it out. Thank you for listening anyway. This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, good morning, everybody. I am Glenda Geek in a nervous Ocala, Florida. Uh, you got it, buddy. I'm Jamie Jennings in Norman, Oklahoma, and you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for September 26th, episode 3026, brought to you today by our friends and saviors <laughs> at the World Equestrian Center. Good morning, Horse World. I have good news and bad news for you on this Monday morning. First, the bad. It's Monday. But the good news is really good. Jamie and Glenn are here to guide you through another week filled with horse talk and a whole lot of fun. Welcome to Horses in the Morning. Well, guess what we're talking about today on the show, Jamie? Something you participated in a couple of years ago. It's thoroughbred makeover time. It is. It's a couple weeks away and we have auditor. uh, I always get her name wrong, so you say it. Colleen. Colleen. It's Colleen. It's not hard. (laughs) Colleen (sighs) Nolan Tran is joining us to talk about her makeover horse, plus uh, plus Kristen, who's the communications manager over at Retired Racehorse Project and host of the Retired Racehorse radio show, Took Your Spot, is joining us to talk about all the details in the makeover, especially if you decide you want to go there and watch it in Lexington coming up. Uh, So she's going to be here for that. And I'm going to discuss first off here some hurricane prep because things changed in the last day and we have some question first world problems right uh of course we do of course <laughs> okay. so um we got this little hurricane coming up and the models changed yesterday so what happened was it was scheduled to be a little bit more off the coast and then it's now the model showing it making an easterly turn uh, right at ocala so it will hit Tampa, basically, bounce off the coast, and then where it's supposed to turn in at the current models, which we hope change, is right to to the north uh, to the to the north and left of Ocala a little bit, which puts us on the side of the hurricane that's the bad side. And uh, basically, would be about 110 mile an hour winds and uh, 10 to 20 inches of rain. Um, it's just a mess. Uh, so think Irma, everybody that was listening back in Irma days, only worse. So one thing, if you do live in this area, and I've heard from many of you that are new now to Florida, because a lot of people moved here since COVID and haven't experienced a hurricane in this area. Uh, if you need a place, if you don't have a concrete block barn and you need a place to bring your horses that you feel safer, World Equestrian Center is opening up for free their stalls. They have like 2000 stalls there and their barns are the best built barns in the country so you don't have to worry about your horses there they're concrete block inside and out and the roofs are all hurricane proof and all of that stuff so uh, i have uh an email here for you i'll i'll just let you write it down uh it's brett b-r-e-t-t dot waters 
W-A-T-E-R-S, ironically enough, at WEC.net, W-E-C.net. I'll put that in the show notes too, brett.waters at WEC.net. Send them an email, tell them the number of stalls you need, your cell phone number. You're going to need to have a negative Coggins and a vet statement saying that you're up to date on all vaccine paperwork, but you can do that on your phone a lot of times now. Um, and they're only going to charge you for shavings. It's like $5 a bag. So and you apparently can stay as for as long as you want. They don't have a show there this week. That's a, I'm curious. Like, does everything in Florida just stop yeah. when oh, there's yeah. a hurricane? By tomorrow and morning, so, it'll be stopped. <laughs> so like people that have to evacuate, they come up, they put their horses there, but they have to stay around because they have to feed and take care of the yeah, animals. I don't, I don't know exactly how that's working. I would assume they're allowing them to stay in the barns. Um, you wouldn't want to stay in your trailer. That would be bad. I mean, my but, gosh, what if you have a bunch of cats and dogs and all uh, that? You mess. have to take I mean, care I heard from one of our friends this morning who lives on the other side of town, more toward the Gulf where the storm will be. And she, she does just has a run-in shed. And she has a double wide that sits on a hill. And, and you know, she evacuated during Irma. And she said, I, I think I got to get out during this. So she's leaving today. And the evacuations have started because the gas lines are starting. Uh, the highway's getting busier. And if they... They're talking about it being the largest flooding event in Tampa in 100 years. Oh, my gosh. In which case, they will evacuate most of the city, <laughs> and we'll see all of them coming up Route 75 at that point. So, um, yeah, we got all our gas yesterday. I had a number of listeners. Thank you very much for caring, by the way, for Jamie and I both. Um, but I have had another you asking, because we moved to a new barn, about our horses. The new barn is concrete block. It's concrete block all the way around. It's concrete block between the stalls. So it's very well built. It lived through Irma. So I think it'll do just fine. The horses will come in. The lady there is very conscious about bringing the horses in because all the paddocks are full of trees, big live oak trees. Anybody mm -hmm. that lives in Florida knows what live oaks do. They shed. So, um, and plus you got to worry about fences down, right? Because once those trees take the fences out, your horses are loose. And we, and that farm is right near a thousand acres of woods. So that's the reason she brings them in. So they'll be Freedom! safe. <laughs> we'll be safer because we live in a concrete blockhouse now where we didn't before during Irma. So we'll be safer. A couple quick things that I want you to think about for all you new people that came to Florida, all you horse people that moved to Ocala. Uh, this is some things we learned during Irma. Now, remember, Irma was 100 mile an hour winds for about 14 hours. And it was, we were without power for a week and it was a mess. <laughs> Um, so take everything out of your freezer. If you're leaving to evacuate, before you go, take everything out of your refrigerator and freezer that can spoil. We didn't do that. And when we got home after Oops. three days, uh, the, the chicken had literally melted into the back of the freezer refrigerator. And the smell was horrendous. We had to take the refrigerator out and throw it away. There was no cleaning it. So take everything out that can spoil. Just take it out. Get rid of it. Or dump a bunch of ice in there and... Yeah, but even then, if you're gone for more than three crossed. days, you're screwed. <laughs> okay. Close the blinds and curtains in your house. That helps to keep the glass from flying all over the house. That won't help a, stop a projectile from coming in, but it'll keep the glass from flying over the house if it breaks. Uh, mark your horses. We've talked about that before. Mark them in some way. And there's numerous ways to do that. We've had that conversation. Put your dog's and cat's pet collars on with their identifying information. Lots of water for the horses. Remember, it's about 10 gallons of water per horse per day. That's one thing during the last one. We ran out of water for the horse. Fortunately, we could get to my brother's house where he had a whole house generator that could run the pump. 
That's the other thing is if you live on a farm, you don't have city water. So when the power goes out, you lose your water. So you want to keep that in mind also. By the way, there wasn't a bottle of water to be found in this town yesterday. They're all gone. Um, so definitely think about that. Think about water for washing up, too. We ran out of water for house water because we were without power for a week. We ran out of house water after four days, and then we went, oh, my God, we have a pool. So, <laughs> so showers in the pool, Take thousands of gallons of water sitting right there. And we never thought about it. So yeah, um, make sure you have enough water for washing up and boiling to cook stuff and things like that. And then the other thing is have more fuel than you think you need, especially if you're running a generator because they suck fuel. Uh, so you'll definitely need more fuel than you'll think you'll need. Be- and also our gas stations will be out of fuel by Wednesday. So uh, this is supposed to hit Wednesday into through Friday. So we'll see if we're on the air Wednesday. We'll see how that goes. Oh, my uh, gosh. I, I was just reading the meme that somebody made, which is uh, waiting for a hurricane is like getting stalked by a turtle. It is. You know, tornadoes are horrible because they're you don't have no any warning, right? But hurricanes, they just they make you think about it for a week. <laughs> and yeah. then it's constantly changing direction, like a windshield wiper. So, oh, I feel better now. It's off the coast a little, going to hit somebody else. And then <laughs> all of a sudden it's back, you know? So, yeah. But anyway, that's that, that was the things we learned during Irma. And we'll probably have some more things at the end of the week. We'll let you know. But in the meantime, let's do some Daily Witties. I have a couple of birthdays today. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy, happy birthday to you. <laughs> so happy birthday to a couple of, or actually only one auditor today, Kate Cook. You're solo today. Happy birthday to Kate. But guess what, Jamie? We had four new auditors last week in one week. I'm so excited. Bridget Brixton, Kristen West, Natalie Lee, Allison Brisberg, and Hazel Peterson. That's five. We had five last week. I can't believe that. Well, thank you all for joining the party. We really appreciate it, and we appreciate your support of the Horse Radio Network. If you, too, would like to support the show, you can go to horseradionetwork.com and click on the auditor banner on the right side of the page. It's been a while since we had five in one week. That's for sure. And I'm very excited about that. So thank you all. Well, yesterday was the Oklahoma Derby at Remington Park. And uh, my husband is on a trip. And uh, so where did I go? I took my child to the racetrack again. That's right. Teaching him about gambling a little better. We wanted to we wanted to really secure the the future of making sure he hates gambling. And so what I did this time, last time I gave him twenty dollars and I said, You can bet. I was teaching him about picking the wins, plays, shows, all the things. And this time I was like, I'm gonna give you twenty dollars. Last time I gave him twenty dollars. Once he got down to ten left, he was like, This sucks. I'm keeping the money. And he like went home with it. This time I was like, You're gonna bet it all or it comes back to me. What you don't bet comes back to me. You don't get to keep it. I want to like we need to like see this through. I need to corrupt so, you properly. <laughs> I need to yeah. You're too smart. You're too clever and too good. I've got to tarnish this a little bit. So I I we did the twenty dollars and I did twenty and he did twenty and we had bet like Oh, this poor kid. Dear God. Glenn, he would bet, oh, I'm going to pick the winner. And he picks number 
the winner, you know, and the horse came in second. Okay. So the next time he's like, I'm going to do win in place. And then this horse came in third. And then this next time, I'm going to do win place in the show. And by God, the horse came in fourth by a nose. And he started crying. He's like, this is terrible. I'm like, I know. It is. However, the horse that I picked won. So I just won all of our money back. <laughs> He's like, can I have it? No, you can't. You can't have it. But Horse and Hound, uh, the Rescue Foundation, goes out there on these big racing days and sets up a table. So it's like kind of hanging out with them and seeing the horses and gambling a little bit but because it was a stakes day uh you know i was out there hanging out with toby keith he was there uh he look at I, he's been battling cancer and he looked pretty good so he was out there and was he, just, uh, was he playing or was he betting he has racehorses oh, okay. gotcha. so he was he was in the paddock area and uh i don't think anybody realized he's lost a lot of weight in his battle and and How i was like he? he's got to be Late 50s, early 60s. Yeah. Yeah. And and I was like, hey, Lucas, that's Toby Keith. And he was so excited. And then all these people are like, where? Where? (laughs) Like, dude, he's everywhere in Oklahoma. Y'all shouldn't be that excited. I was just pointing out to my nine-year-old, you know. So so he was pretty excited. Uh, 61, by the way. 61. Now, he used to be stocky, so he's lost a lot of that. Well, he has stomach cancer, so he's mm. been battling that. And I mean, I that sucks. I don't have an update on his health or anything like that. And if he's through it or not, I don't know. But I uh, do know that Chad plays golf at his golf course because he owns everything here in Oklahoma. <laughs> everything. I go, I go when I go to school. I take Lewis to school. I go by Toby Keith's house. Like, There's Toby Keith's house. Okay, great. Um, <clears throat> but he's quite the Oklahoma celebrity in my little area. So, uh, yeah, so he was there and then, uh, it was fun, but we had, we had a great day and it was a, a good Did day full of racing. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Every bit of it. And then he was like, can I have some more to bet again? I was like, get in the car. Can I go to the Mac machine? Can I go to the ATM? Exactly. Exactly. It was really fun. So, but we had a good day. Yeah, but and I usually just, when we're losing, we drink. I hope you weren't doing that. No, there's no drinking when I'm parenting at the racetrack. I need to lose my child, find him in the center of the track. <laughs> Mom, the horses are coming. What? Oh my God. What are you doing? <clears throat> so I know. And he'd be naked doing it. (laughs) Yeah, probably. That would definitely be the case. Uh, So it was good. And then tomorrow is an exciting day because for those who know my my dog, Danny... Our, our beloved family pet, the one that, that Chad, that loves Chad. It's like Lucas and Chad love this dog. And I, I do too. Uh, but she loves them more than me, which sucks because I'm the one who feeds her and she loves them the most. Whatever. I'm not. Anyway, she cut herself on the side and she's been wearing the cone of shame now for two weeks. And having a very active dog with a cone of shame sucks so we have a fence and half the time she'll jump through the fence she doesn't run away she just wants to be in the front yard and so she's completely shattered this cone of shame there's duct tape all over it i have duct tape to probably six to eight different places on this stupid cone because they're like 25 dollars and i got this guy so she finally gets it off tomorrow thank god i'm so tired of the stupid cone and then the last bit of news i have glenn i would like to thank uh, a few auditors even signed up for it my clinic is officially full. Oh, really? Yay, yeah. Oh, that's great. I didn't know that. Terrific. Yeah, the clinic filled up yesterday. All the deposits are in, so I'm really happy. We're going to have four people here that are coming to, to be a, a part of it. that's a commitment because it's two weeks. I mean, it's a commitment. Yeah. 
Yeah. One girl is 15 and her mom is letting her skip two weeks of school to come. And I was like, she's going to stay, right? Like, you can't just like drop your child off at my house. And so, yeah, they're going to stay locally in a hotel. And they, they actually adopted a horse from Horse and Hound and have followed me ever since. I trained it for him. I gave him some some lessons and stuff. And so she's going to come back. Oh, and great. then I've got a person coming from Vermont and somebody is coming from Colorado. And the problem with this is not the money, not what it costs. It's the time. A lot of people just can't get two weeks. You know? Well, and, and they've, they're com, com, they're fighting that in, in California at flag is up. They're doing se- basically like sections of the course. So you can do, they break it up the two weeks into just weekends and their modules now. So th- if you can only idea. come on the weekend, but if you're like the person doing the clinic from Vermont, you can't just fly there on every weekend, you know, and then go back to work. So this is, is kind of like pick your poison, which, which one can you more confirm to? So, you know, I just want more people certified. So I'm not the only one in the middle of the country. It'd be really nice if somebody else would, do this so I can have less business. I'm a terrible business person, by the way. I would like to say that Kit, Kitten Again, who's been in training, I I had him here. He came from the track uh, or came from the rescue. And then I t- got him started and he got adopted. And this his lovely adopter is like, I would like to leave him with you for a couple months. And I was like, okay, sounds good. So we start and uh, started the training. And I realized... I'm like, it's five weeks. I'm like, he's done. Like, he's fine. He's perfect. Go take him and ride him. So I was like, come get your horse. By the way, I get paid for having the horse here. Not if the horse leaves. But I was like, it's fine. He's exactly what you need. He's good to go. So after five weeks, Kit has now, he left this morning to go down to South Texas. So I wish him the best. And now you're just left with the one that has saddle phobias. Yes, the gypsy. And I ended up talking to his old trainer and she's like, we did nothing. This horse was like born with all of these. The only thing I can think of why this horse is afraid of saddle. So what I'm talking about is the gypsy banner that I have in in training to start. He's six. Nobody's ever been able to ride him. He's been to multiple trainers. She finally reached out to me. We had a nice chat. And uh, this is what I've deduced, Glenn. This horse has massive fear of the saddle. I mean, massive. I don't, I mean, I I can't even imagine getting on him and people have been on him for at least they didn't make the eight seconds. So (laughs) this is the last step. So this is what I've decided has happened to this horse. At some point he was out in a field and a mountain lion jumped out of a tree onto his back and then slapped a saddle on it and took him for a ride. (laughs) And that's the only thing I can think of why this horse has this massive fear. He has a lovely owner, lovely trainers have worked with him. There's no, he, he lived at his breeder until he was bought at two. Like nothing has happened to him. To give him this fear, it's I just don't understand. So I find a name for this one, like claustrophobia, you know, is there a name for saddleophobia? I, I saddleophobia sounds good. Uh, yeah. So, so just, I finally can comfortably saddle him. I mean, he's like this souls. I'm like, oh, what are you doing? But I can get the saddle on him. And then I lifted up the flap. Pew! Gone. Just here in the flap on him. So we're now working on making the saddle make noise and do things. And I, I, I mean, this is, cha- this is challenging every Monty Roberts instruction you've ever had. 
it's 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 just really challenging. And this is what I told his owner. I'm like, you know, the thing is, like, he's scary. It's scary working with a horse with this much fear, like dramatic fear over what appears to be nothing. You know, not because it is so much fear and his spook and bolt. And he is he's only 14, too, but he's wide as a dang house. I mean, he is a full on yeah, adult gypsy yeah, tank. Yeah. Tank. But gypsies are draft, really draft. Horses. They're, yeah. they're basically draft ponies, yeah. basically, I guess. Um, probably offending gypsy yeah, we owners probably right are now. We're going to get emailed. Jennifer at horseradionetwork.com. Is who yeah, email. just send you. it to her. Yeah. She handles that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah and a, a horse that has a spook and bolt so severe like that is it's frightening. And I told his owner, I'm like, you know, he, I have to really work on keeping my adrenaline level down when I walk in there because it's, it's scary. And now it's getting less scary. So that's good. But still, you don't know what's going to set him off. So I talked to his owner. I'm like, I'm, you know, she gave me 30 days. I'll just, I got to train the horse for the horse. You know, I got to do what's best for the horse. And if I can't get on him in 30 days and we're flapping saddles around at the end of it, then that's what we've done. And she's like, totally cool with that. She's like, whatever. I'm just going to keep him forever and we'll do Liberty work. I actually, he long lines. I'll tell you what. I know. Bless her heart. (laughs) Uh, He long lines. Perfect. And so I said, how about this? How about you make him your driving horse? (laughs) I I wonder if the shafts would be a problem. Well, we can fix all that. I'm working on that. It's just a rider up top. I can't predict. Yeah, that they he's make great be driving okay. horses. Gypsies do. Yeah, yeah, I was like, he can be your driving horse because he long lines like a boss, man. It's awesome. So we'll see how it goes. I'll keep you guys posted. But yeah, as of now, we're just lifting flaps on saddles and trying not to die. Technically, <laughs> when you put the harness on, there is a saddle on the top. That you know, that whole saddle. Oh no. I- I'm working on all that, Glenn. Okay. <laughs> I'm working on it. One day saying, at a time. It's just saying you don't do driving bareback. It's just, just pointing that out. Yeah, I know. There's a whole like being up in the car and all that, whatever. Driving is terrifying. All you people that drive are crazy. It's awful. But it seems less awful than climbing on a horse that's yeah, going to put you actually. into the sky. Just for me, I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, uh, we're going to get to discussing the Thoroughbred Makeover, which is happening in a couple of weeks in Lexington, Kentucky, here in one minute. But first, I have to tell you, about our, I already talked about the World Equestrian Center and the cool thing they're doing for the evacuees here in Florida. Uh, and as I said, I'll put the links for that in the show notes as well. But uh, they have a lot going on over there. Last weekend was quite a variety show. And this weekend, they don't have anything horsey, which is good. (laughs) Yeah, perfect. I don't know if it would happen. But uh, they have the Ocala Home Show. How ironic is that? Uh, (laughs) We're going to show you a home and watch it wash away. Yeah, here's the things you can do to fix up your house now that it's been destroyed. Exactly. They also have Oktoberfest. Then you can drink after you've gone to the home show and discovered what you can do to fix up your house. And uh, there was something that popped up in 2023. (laughs) Charlotte pointed this one out. Our, Our spotlight writer, Charlotte. There is a thing called the Great Florida Bigfoot Conference. What? And they were excited to announce that it's going to be at the World Equestrian Center next year in 2023. That's right. Um, that's me, whatever. But Bigfoot lives in Broken Bow, Oklahoma. Well, apparently, we have our own version of Bigfoot down oh, here. It's called okay. something else. I don't know what. Uh, but it's going to be on April Sasquatch. 22nd here in uh, at the World Equestrian Center. Tickets go on sale October 15th. Um, I'm sending Charlotte as our reporter to see what she can find out. Oh, yeah. We, we need, need more information yes, on the do. Great Florida Bigfoot Conference. Dress 
That's big. Is it, it's a conference. It's not like a... What, what are those? Comic-Con. <laughs> yeah. Or is it? We don't know. We don't know. We'll, we'll find out. <laughs> We're on the questioncenter.com, and we do thank them for opening up for all the horses in their beautiful heavy-duty barns over there. Our first guest is one of our auditors who's participating in the Thoroughbred Makeover with her horse, Evaluator, Colleen Nolan-Tran. Please uh, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. So tell us about Evaluator. Where? Let's start with where you got him. So I got him where I get all of my horses. I got him from New Vocations. Um, he came from their New York facility in Gansevoort. Where are you in the world? <laughs> well, when I got him, I lived in Connecticut. But um, you know how planning for the makeover is super easy and simple and it's a great time <laughs> to move. <laughs> yeah. So I moved to New Jersey um, in April. Okay. Gotcha. So uh, what what's his background? So he raced... Um, I think until his six-year-old year, he's seven when I got him. Um, he's a stakes winner. Um, he won, I think, 375000 on the track, but he only raced about um, 20 times. So he <laughs> won big money, but he didn't quite race a lot. Um, and then they, he just stopped being competitive, I, and I, you can see exactly why um, if you ever meet him. He just is kind of like, no need to go fast, no need to do anything anymore. He's very chilled out, very relaxed. And so they retired him from racing. Um, they kept him in training, I think, for close to a year and just he didn't want to. <laughs> now, Colleen, I'm looking at him right now on Equibase and he did have some pretty high speed figures. He got all the way up to 98. So he's 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 got something in the gas tank. <laughs> but I haven't really seen it. <laughs> it's funny, <laughs> I looked at the numbers my other thoroughbred, I checked his speed rankings the other day. Um, his is a six. I've never seen another horse that slow. Oh, bless him. <laughs> bless him. I saw a zero and I was like, did he finish? Like, did he just try Like what happened? <laughs> but yeah, the speed figures are pretty funny. So, so what are you competing him in? So I have him entered in dressage confidently and freestyle. Um, less confidently. <laughs> You're shooting bows and arrows like Jamie did? No, 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 there will be no weapons on board for my performance. <laughs> so I didn't tell Glenn what I was doing in my freestyle because I didn't want to ruin it because I, I don't know why. Uh, so can you tell us what you're going to somewhat minorly not confidently do in your freestyle or is it a secret? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I reserve the right to scratch from freestyle um, if I need to, <laughs> but... <laughs> Right now we're planning a dance routine. Um, I originally was trying to teach him how to do the electric slide and he got really good at it, but then he got too good at it. And so then he just started, he was like, you know what, why don't I go to the left, go to the right. Why don't we just go straight to going backwards? So anyways, I'm modifying oh. pieces of our freestyle. Um, but the real reason why I'm like on the fence about whether or not we'll do it is we've spent, I've had him since March and we spent most of the time training for dressage. And I figured like, ah, oh, in the last, two months or so, I'll throw together a freestyle routine. Um, because, you know, you got to have the basics first. And he's a very, like, even-minded horse. So I was like, oh, you know, we'll <laughs> throw it together. And then, of course, I brought him home from August Hits, which was our last show of the season. Um, and he, right before, the day before I left for vacation, came in lame. 
and it ended up being a foot bruise, but, um, I had to give him like a week off and then I went on vacation and then I came back and I put the shoe back on and then he was sound for a day and then the bruise came back. So anyways, he's been mostly sitting for the entire month of September and I just brought him back into work again last week. So our routine is a little bit unfinished and unpolished and we'll see what we get around to, even if I just, I don't know, wear a costume and <laughs> trot around. Maybe that's all we'll have to do, but we're going for a dance routine. Well, I will tell you this, what I did learn by looking at the placings and kind of what people did, they really scored high the people that hand galloped, which is weird because like my whole thing was like, I've got this three-year-old now four-year-old thoroughbred and I want him to be calm and relaxed. And he did all of his things calmly and relaxed, but the ones that scored the most points flew around there, you know, so add a hand gallop at the end, you'll get some extra points. The other thing that I realized in your dressage horse. Yeah, no, hopefully (laughs) freestyles last. (laughs) Um, The other thing I realized is I did the opposite of what you did, which I worked so hard on my freestyle, but then I evented him and I got out there and I was like, uh, this is, we are not qualified to do any of this. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> we're still trotting fences and this is a three foot oxer course. Like what oh is my happening? God. <laughs> yeah. And, and he crushed it, but like, oh my gosh, like, I mean, he, he didn't cry. He, he, it was a disaster and dressage because they make you do the dressage in the arena. And this is Uh what really got my horse Groot. He just lost his marbles because you walk down into that big Rolex arena or Uh land or whatever it is. And you go into that arena and there's like 10 dressage rings going on. And the announcer would not shut up. (laughs) He thinks he's like, and ladies and gentlemen, we got to like, and, and you're just setting all these thoroughbreds off. Like they all just thought they were going right to the track. And he walked down there and heard the announcer at pop up and then lost his marbles. So make sure you practice, have somebody announcing something like make that part of your practice. If I can give you any advice. I don't know. know I remembered you saying that. And I actually go to a couple of dressage shows where they do the announcers and I stand near it. Like, the freestyle ring where they're playing the music. And I'm like, listen, listen and understand that this is okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's really smart. I didn't know any of these things. That's great. So (laughs) that's good. That's good. It's all learning experience. Well, that's awesome. I'm so excited for you and evaluator. The event dates are the 12th through the 15th. What are some of the things besides bubble wrapping him that kind of is your final prep for it? Oh my gosh. Well, I'm trying to put together a freestyle routine. I'm trying to put together the demo ride for my, I'm basically doing everything I should have had done by now. Um, but you're right. I am bubble wrapping. I like, I had him turned out and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to put him inside during this call because if I don't, I won't be able to stop going over to the window and looking (laughs) to make sure he's still, and he's so like super quiet and turn out too. He like literally just never moves. He always just stand there. But I was like, Eh, you know what? I'm going to put you in just for my own peace of mind. <laughs> but right? bubble wrapping. It's, it's really stressful. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know what, what? One of the big shocks was is how much the preparing for this kind of like took over my life. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Have you noticed yeah, last that? Last year around this time, I was like, I'm never doing this again. Uh, and obviously that was a lie. <laughs> 
but I'm saying it again this year. This is my last, this is my last hurrah. This is it for me. It's like, the problem is once you go there, you do it. It's so fun. And I mean, last year I had almost like a dream experience where I got there. My horse scored 10 points higher in the dressage than he had the entire year. Um, Like everything came together all at once and he did really well. And I had such a fun time, but then I was like, all right, maybe I'll do it one more time. (laughs) But this time I mean it. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. I was like, I'm never doing this again. And now I've been watching everybody's prep and like final uh, all the Facebook pages. And I'm like, I wish I was doing it. (laughs) Yeah, Just remember the feeling that we all get in September when our horses come in lame. Last year, my other horse did that too. Lame in September. And I was like, why is it (laughs) the final month of prep? They're all just like, you know what? I feel ready. Why don't you just why don't you just give me the next month off and then we'll go to the makeover <laughs> that's fun horses are so fun yeah. um well we will be watching you and your pony evaluator in the makeover he's a chestnut yeah 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 all right we'll be chestnut cheering for you <laughs> <laughs> perfect well we wish you the best of luck and if you need anything don't hesitate to ask all right thank you tell Kristen i say hi all right we'll do oh uh, we'll do Good luck. Bye-bye. So there she goes. Does this bring back memories? I'm, I'm actually like, I have butterflies in my stomach for her <laughs> on her behalf. I'm nervous. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, I, it's just like, yeah, that, that prep, like the final month leading up to it, that would be so tough to have them lame because that's where you're like, okay, I have to get them packed. I have to make sure I have my health certificate. I got to make sure I've got all that. Uh, there's so many things that you have to do to prepare for this. And even though I trained the heck out of my horse and he was good to go spend on the archery thing for one. Um, but all just, just the, the, all the things you have to do to, okay, do I have, what am I going to do for my like stall mats? And do I have to get, I got to get the bedding. Am I going to bring my bedding or am I getting my health certificate? Am I going to get it? I got to get this grain packed and I get it. And then basically you can't really do anything until about the day before. So then you're just like mass panic of like, I got to do and then all this you have stuff. a long drive. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. yeah. The and other then thing. you have the drive. So it's definitely stressful, but like she said, it's super fun. I think it would have been more fun for me to be a normal person and not have Glenn following me around going, you got to do this. You got to do this the whole time. I and to broadcast, yeah, to broadcast, to broadcast the race. You didn't have to do any broadcasting that trip. I did. I did retired racehorse radio from there. Oh, so oh, and, yeah, I was thinking about horses in the morning. I forgot. Yeah, about that. we speaking had to get interviews which, and so tough. Yeah. Speaking of which, let's have the actual like host <laughs> of that show on. The person who took your place. <laughs> I love it. Okay. I thank but her every before day. Before we do that, your horse has unique feed needs and the horses that go to the makeover do too. And Purina has you covered from breeding and growing to senior horses, from performance horses to easy keepers and everything in between. Purina has an extensive portfolio of research-backed options for your horse. There's no shortcut for quality nutrition. Cheaper isn't cheaper if it doesn't work. Put their research to the test. Find optimal nutrition at any level at your local Purina retailer or visit PurinaMills.com to learn more. And it's interesting because the Budweiser horses, one of the reasons they use Purina is because you can get it anywhere in the country and it's the same yeah. everywhere. Yeah, you know, nice. that when you get local feed and you travel a lot, then you can't replace it on the road. So your horses are eating something different. That's one of the reasons that, uh, that like the Budweiser horses do that. 
Well, let's go to Kristen. She is the communications director over at uh, the Retired Racehorse Project. Is that what it's called? <laughs> yes, RRP, but RRR is what she hosts. We like to confuse you. I know. <laughs> Well, Kristen, how are things going? How's the preparation going? You're only two weeks away, which means you get really crazy. Yeah, we're all just running around like our hair is on fire. It's totally fine. Everything is completely under control. <laughs> Last She's year, She's lying. Yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah, she is. Last year, you did two, though. This year, it's like easy. I know. It is going to be really nice at the end of Saturday's finale that we're going to all look at each other and be like, is that it? Are we done? Because, of course, last year we had to set up and do it all over again for a second finale. So it's, it is going to be kind of a treat this year to run a uh, quote-unquote regular makeover. And how many horses do you have attending? Uh, we should have about 350 right now. So we published 377, made it to final entry. And then, of course, you know, because it's horses, we do have some scratches, you know, as, you know, things happen and, you know, people get sidelined, horses get sidelined. So right now we're looking at about 350, which is still plenty. That's a so lot. That should be a good number. <laughs> so what is always the, is freestyle always the most popular thing? Uh, in terms of entry numbers, it's definitely the most popular one to watch. People definitely get to the ring to watch the freestyle because you never know what you're going to see. Um, in terms of entry numbers, I think dressage is our biggest discipline really? this year. Yep. Yeah. Everybody loves that opportunity to ride in the Rolex arena. Um, of course, some of the horses don't always love that opportunity. So we hope that everyone is well prepped, you know, to come you're down talking, that ramp into the Rolex. <laughs> you're talking about me. That's fine. Go ahead. No, Whatever. no, I wasn't pointing any fingers. <laughs> She did mention that earlier, though, the relationship. Yeah, we, I talked to it's Colleen about it, though. Like, yeah. get them used to announcers. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny because some horses are, they just go in there and they're like, I am here. I have arrived. Um, you know, and other horses come down that ramp and they're like, oh, my God. So, you know, it's hard to know until you get there. <laughs> and you're, you do PR there. So is it fun for you or are you just always on? Oh, well, I mean, those are not mutually exclusive, so it is fun for me, and I'm always on. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a very busy week. Um, I think I typically put in about a 15-hour day, but it's uh, it, it's a blast. I mean, I kind of thrive on that environment. I just get to run around and tell people stories, so it's a really a dream gig, um, and I've got a great team for the, the media team this year, so lots of really cool people. Um, so we should have some great content coming out. You can follow us on our website at the rrp.org, but of course, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And if the stars align, I will also be launching a TikTok that week. And so there, is there a cost to go watch? No, this year, uh, we have made everything free. So preliminary oh, wow. competition has always been free. You just have to pay, you know, your date fee to get into the horse park. I think it's $15 a day, um, or you can buy a pass for the week. Um, and this year we've also made the finale free. So the finale has traditionally been a ticketed event and we decided we're taking that away. Everyone can come in free of charge. And of course it's live streamed for free as well. Oh, there you where? go. Where, where yeah. can you watch it? Yeah. So we'll have the live stream on our own website, the RRP.org. Um, I think we're also going to be like dual streaming that to our Facebook page. Um, and we have several media partners in the racing industry who are going to be hosting as well. So there's tons of places to access the live stream. But the easiest place to get started is the RRP.org. Very cool. Well, congratulations for keeping this going and and uh, being part of it. And also, thank you for being part of the Retired Racehorse Radio with Joy over there. You took Jamie's place, and and I got to listen to an episode the other day. And you guys are you guys are doing great. Oh, we're having a blast. I'm so happy to be there. So part of the Horse Radio Network family. It is weird having you on because 
and Jamie at the same time. I gotta say that's, that's kind of weird. I, how do I this say? Is how we started. It ran through my mind. How do I say Kristen's doing great without making it sound like Jamie didn't? That's okay. I appreciate Kristen taking over and <laughs> running with it like she yeah, has. Yeah, there could I mean, be multiple good, strong women in this. That's you know, thank it's you, totally fine, right? So. Yeah, I just didn't want to insult her. I, I was trying to think how to say that and not insult. Oh, anybody. all of a sudden you're worried about insulting me? Where's that <laughs> been for new. the last thirteen Glenn's years? Turning over a new leaf. I am getting <laughs> older and more mature. <laughs> Well, Kristen, Hello. thanks for joining us, and we appreciate it. And by the way, you can find Retired Racehorse Radio on any podcast player. Just search for that. Thanks for having me. And it's time now for your problems. It's time for the weekly look at your equestrian first world problems. This ought to be good. That's right. It's time to release the stress and anxiety that our animals cause us here on Horses in the Morning. And these are uh, problems that our auditors have that uh, I put up a post on the Facebook page on Sundays and I say, let's hear it. And these people were kind enough to share with us their problems. And if you want to participate in this, you have to become an auditor. And how do they do that, Glenn? Just go to horseradionetwork.com and on the right-hand side of the page, you'll see the auditor banner. And for as little as $3 a month, you also can help support the show. Well, we're going to we're going to start with Maggie because it's very sad. The decisions that she has to make. She says, I'm going to the carriage classic in Germantown, Tennessee in a few weeks. And I can't decide which horse to take, which side saddles to take and which carriage to take. (laughs) Oh, I'm exhausted for you, Maggie. So tough. Whoa. Those are like ginormous commitments. Every single one of them. All right. Melissa said when I. I left to go to an obstacle course uh, with my horse on Saturday. We were in the cone of uncertainty for the hurricane. So I stopped at the feed store and I picked up two weeks of hay. But by the time I got home, we were out of the cone. So now I have to unload and stack all that feed instead of the feed delivery guys doing it. (laughs) Yeah, better to be prepped than not. That's right. Look, you'll have extra hay now. Yeah, it's exactly. only going to go up in price, so you you did yourself a favor. Probably saved at least twelve dollars. Exactly. So, um, <laughs> Andrew said I was supposed to go to a show this weekend. This sucks, but I ended up having to go pick up my brother nine hours away after he wrecked his car on his vacation. Ooh, <laughs> I'd be like, "You gonna Uber home? You I got a show." Nine to hours you. is a long way to call a relative to come pick you up. I mean, the only person who's going to do that is your brother. Well, my brothers wouldn't. Right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That sucks. Ashley said, I entered an online horse show and my niece slash video person then went and canceled on me at the last minute. So I had to have my husband record for me. And now I owe him big time. (laughs) Never good to... Oh, your husband. That's, uh, I don't want to go further into that one. Uh, Michelle I says... I let it alone. I, you noticed that, didn't mm-hmm, you? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's children listening to this podcast. Michelle says, I keep forgetting to take my clean saddle pads from the trunk of my car to the tack trunk at the barn. And it's like not even a long walk. <laughs> Can I just also tell you that I have to... I do all of my like record keeping on a whiteboard but after about six months the whiteboard board and the dry erase markers with the just elements i guess I and mean, even though it's in undercover it just stops working so i have to get a new one 
And I am so far behind in recording because I keep forgetting to take the dang new board down to the barn. And like you said, it's not that far. Like, why can I not just remember that? What is wrong with me? Apparently, I'm not the only one. Uh, Matt says, oh, this is great as a picture. My hay guy had an issue with his baler and it wrapped every layer of the round bale. It took over an hour to pull and cut all of the string. <laughs> I even pulled out my chainsaw to oh cut notches God. in the bale to reduce pressure on the string when we found... He has a photo and it looks like 4,000 pounds of baling twine. I can't imagine wrapping every layer of... Oh, oh. my God. God, that sucks. <laughs> uh, but on the positive side, you have your own hay. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't falling apart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When you go on anywhere. Rosemary said, I already own seven horses and I've downsized from 16 three years ago. So what do I do? I go buy a bunch of packs of raffle tickets for a yearling Morgan Gelding. And I'm not sure if I'm addicted to horses or to gambling. <laughs> <laughs> The two of those together go, is very toxic. Together, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very toxic, though. Careful. Um, Carrie says, my new horse is so fun to ride. But we're both so out of shape, we can only make it like 30 minutes of mostly walking at this point. Oh, I feel you. So, Glenn, I, bu I bought that horse in New Jersey. And I'm still waiting on shippers to get him to me. Okay, still, because the September yearling sales, uh, the September Keeneland sales have got all of the haulers mm. busy. They're all in Kentucky. And so I booked and I've got like three booked and one is like the first week. All of them are like the first couple of days of October. But what I've realized is when he gets here, there's no way I'll be able to ride him for more than like 10 minutes without getting winded. Even though I ride every day, I ride baby horses who like baby race horses, you like climb on and you teeter around on them, trying not to like do too much. And I realize I haven't like ridden a horse. I'm going to be so out of shape. I'm going to be so sore. I'm gonna be well, your so kickboxing sore. helps. Yeah, not that way. No. <laughs> Not, not the inner thighs. You don't kick with your inner, inner thighs. Um, Summer says, I agreed to exercise my friend's super fun, level-headed cutting horse to keep her in shape while she's in between trainers for a month. And I'm learning to drive with a seasoned cart pony. Way to go. Like, continuing your education. But playing with these horses means I don't have time to work on clicker training with my halflinger. <laughs> Too many nice horses. Too many horses. Jessica says, uh, last one, Jessica says, yesterday was my once a year, whether it needs it or not, vehicle clean, wash, and wax. If it's once a year, it, it needs is. It. It, needs it. <laughs> yeah, it needs it. Though I'm not sure why I bother because it already has a layer of dust after one trip to feed and clean stalls. I'm going to tell you, Jessica, this is how, this is how my car gets clean. It becomes a trash can uh, because I have a kid. Even though I have a trash can in my car, it just becomes like I've got lead ropes. I've got halters. I've got saddle pads. I've got 
you know, kids crap all in of karate stuff and I've got soccer stuff and just like, and it's in this tiny little beetle. Tiny little beetle. <laughs> yeah. And so what happens is what, what happened the other day is I walk out into the garage and I hear the shop back going and my husband has completely cleaned out my car because he can't stand how my car looks. <laughs> like you don't drive it. Yeah, what do you care? He's like, I just Jeffers can't truck. take it. I do that with do Jeffers you? truck too. Yeah. I can't take it. Boys, yeah, you I just can't, can't take, take it. it. No, I can't yeah, so you I find yourself drive a man like that. I don't know if he drives mm. yours, but I have to drive the truck occasionally. I just can't take it. No, he has a really fancy car. I call it a spaceship. Um, and I don't touch his car because I'm terrified. Of, like, I won't even back out of the driveway. It's too fancy. I don't understand. It has like a heads up display in it. It's like a spaceship. And my car is like a stick shift with like dents all over it and all that stuff. And uh, I love my car. Well, it has I a love big dent right now. <laughs> That's yeah. a different story. <laughs> I got finally got that handled. I got it paid. I just have to get it to the shop. Uh, anyway, so I've got and so I, I like my car. He doesn't drive my car. You have a spaceship. You drive your spaceship. I drive my car. Why do you care what my car looks like? Although I will say it is nice to not be embarrassed to open the door and somebody falls out. Falls out. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for submitting your equestrian first world problems. We love it and appreciate it. And I feel really sorry for all of you. <laughs> we've gone a little long here today. So I think we're just going to pass on a post show. And I got a lot to do. We Jennifer and I have a lot to do getting shows done before the power goes out. So. Oh, yeah. Get busy there, boss. We got a whole week of this. shows to do in two or three days. So we, we need to get that done. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Appreciate it. I will try and be here on Wednesday. If, uh, if the storm hasn't hit yet, we'll be here on Wednesday. Uh, if not, uh, we'll try and post on our Facebook page at Horses in the Morning what's going on. So, oh, you guys, I'll run that turtle. You got this. <laughs> Spay, neuter, geld.